Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time, our heroes fought a pack of big cats and won the fourth and last torch they'll need to progress deeper into the Temple of Bethek. They gather now around the platform they expect will take them down toward their quarry, but what lies in store for them down below? Will they make it out of the temple before the Gurubashi get home? Let's see how they do now as we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. So, at this point, you guys have pretty thoroughly explored this level of the Temple of Bethek, which is in the northern section of Zulgarub, which is currently swarmed with this not toxic, but definitely not healthy uh, blood haze that every once in a while uh, you guys have taken advantage of to augment your fighting prowess or uh, recover from what could have been a, a, a tragic mistake. Not 100% sure exactly what the consequences of that might be, if any. Maybe everything's fine. It's difficult to tell. In this place, you encountered a couple of uh, skeletal trolls, uh, a series of large cat beasts, as this is the Temple of Bethek, the Panther Loa, uh, a small number of death knights who attacked you with, you know, they were in here investigating, doing something. They had one of the keys to move forward in this place. Defeated everybody. Running pretty low on resources. In fact, I think mm -hmm. across the board, everybody's basically running on empty at this point, other than, thankfully, everybody's hit points are in a decent shape. As far as treasure is concerned, uh, I want to say that you guys picked up a ring and a quiver full of arrows at one point on the last game. There was a hidden room. There was some investigation that had been done in some of the residence areas in this place. Uh, so it's not that if you survive whatever comes next and you're able to leave this place, you're definitely not leaving empty-handed. There were a, there was a note put in the chat that said, let's talk about what to do with the first flame because we're out of spells, etc. So let's pick up there. At this point, it's probably getting to mid to late afternoon. You do not have very much time left in the day before sundown. Mm -hmm. But you have three of the four uh, green torches that were spread around this temple placed in their respective spots. You have the fourth in hand and you're at the spot where you would put it. What do you guys do next? I mean, we've come this far. I feel like we might as well put it in and see what happens. All right. Well, I do want to do want to check. Now, we, this is what we've been aiming to do. There's no doubt about that. We're going to do that. Now, I I still got power. I ain't got a lot of uh, extra oomph, but I, I'm doing okay. We do know that we want to get the heck out of Dodge before sundown, and none of us know what this what this fourth flame is going to do. I just want to put that out there. And uh, that said, I do uh, agree with Ms. Ari, which, you know, shouldn't surprise anyone. Falkus, what are you thinking right now? Oh, gosh. I mean, we're here now. We're not going to get back in this place for some time. Um, and if we do, it's going to be with an army behind us. Let's go. Let's Let's see what's down. Okay, well, who's holding it? We just, what, uh, uh, the collective group over here, I think, has it in hand. We just need to put it into place. Job's tall enough. Job will put it in place. Okay. He takes it. He goes to put it in place. As he reaches up, Omi does step forward, hold a hand up, and say, Wait, wait, wait. I've been thinking about it. Uh, Butch, you asked earlier, 
what we can potentially expect from Taz Jin. And I said I wasn't 100% sure about exactly what his abilities might be, and that is That's still right. true. However, I've been I've been thinking, and I know that in the past, she goes on to describe that something that actually sounds somewhat familiar to Ari, where a long time ago, people who were worshipping Harik tried to create an altered form that would better represent that form of worship. And as a worgen, you would probably be somewhat familiar with the old stories of the uh, the pack form that night elf druids were trying to get into, but like it didn't work out and that's where the worgen curse came from and everything else of that nature. And she describes history of how there had been attempts to do this in the past and that like anything else that comes with blood magic, it's a great power that comes at a great cost. She describes that they gain a series of various weaknesses, sunlight being one of them. Not that that's going to help you if this is an underground encounter or an indoor Uh encounter, Uh, but also the running water bit, which you guys have seen once before. She explains that it's not really well understood why that's the case. Um, it may some shamans believe that water is a very cleansing element and this corrupts your soul in such a way that those two ideas work against each other there may be something spiritual about it it's difficult to tell she also goes into stating that one of the benefits the strong one of the strongest benefits is their resilience is very much enhanced ordinary weapons have a really hard time dealing substantial damage to creatures who have taken up this pact essentially magic is going to be effective magical weaponry is going to be effective but and she she would turn to you butch and say as powerful as you are your axe and your abilities are not as far as i can tell not fully magical so if there's a way that we can bolster you in some way if there's a way that we can lean heavily on magical uh, magical attacks, magical warfare, magical whatevers, uh, there may be an advantage to be gained there. I've always said Ari's the strongest of us all. Is Priest Slayer a magic weapon? Does that deal? No. no. Yeah, we, we, we have gone over this once. It's been a while. So um, essentially, as far as this game is concerned, a weapon that has like extra features isn't necessarily also magical. Um, the features involved in this axe, I'm considering to be very martially based. You know, the way it's built and the way it's designed and the weight of it and such allow for the cleaving effect and the, you know, all that, all that sort of stuff. So it's written in in the tooltip that it's not a magic weapon. It's not written in the tooltip that it is not a magic weapon. Instead weapons that are magical explicitly state that they are magical. The reason I ask is because I'm going to pull out the Battle Axe of Bloodlust and offer it to Butch. If this, I'll ask um, Omi, it's like, would Butch wielding something like this be able to deal damage that's of a magic magical nature? Well, so she has seen you use it. So I don't know, I don't know if it's off the table that she might have some information about that. Here, give me one second. I'll find some Where's her character sheet? Um, didn't Omi dispel the magic on this? She dispelled the curse. The weapon is still a plus one axe, and it's it still carries with it the enchantment that gives you more hit points. Let's do an intelligence check for Omi. Uh, she rolled a six. She would shrug and say it's possible. I mean, that's the only thing I've got on me. I mean, I've got I've got one real good arcane shot left in me. Um, is about what I feel right now um, in our current state. So we don't know if the Battle X of Bloodlust is magical at all. Oh no, actually no, you totally know that because I want to say Ari identified it at one point, didn't you? You have the identify spell. I didn't yeah. identify it, but the shaman did when we went to that okay. pub before we left yeah, Booty Bay. I, yeah, no, you guys, you guys would know that this is a magical weapon. Yeah, I, I linked it was, well, I mean, even, I mean, the 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 text says you gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. Well, having that discussion in front of her, she would say, oh yeah, no, absolutely. That 
would negate the whole problem of your attacks aren't magical. And then she would turn to you and say, but then again, that would put you in a position where you don't have anything magic to, to, to attack with. What about fire? I mean, like a, a, a spell that casts fire damage would be magical, but do you have any more of the... I think you're out of that potion. I have one more flame bloom oil. Oh, check the text on it. I think that this might be something that's a little bit more like alchemical. If I'm, if I'm thinking correctly. All it says is, says, while a weapon or piece of ammunition is coated with flame bloom oil, the weapon deals two fire damage in addition to normal damage. Yeah, okay, you would get the additional damage, and the additional damage would be normal, according to what she's describing. But the actual normal damage from the weapon attack would, would be normal damage. Is not gonna, well, he, what she's saying is not gonna do anything. No, it's... She did, I mean, you you guys have fought one of these creatures before. Um, it's not that have, it's not that the attacks are completely ineffective, but like they're worse, worse than normal. Okay. Uh, and Butch, so you're aware the versatility aspect of this weapon makes it so that you can attack with one hand and deal one d eight damage on that, yeah. or with two hands and deal one d ten damage. The the other thing is though the battle axe of bloodlust is a um, a tuned item. Uh, yeah, yes. that's so what the, I was thinking. We'd have to wait. <laughs> what, what comes with the attunement is the hit point increase. So so Butch could potentially use the axe as is and not get the hit point increase if they don't attune to it. Right. Okay. Which means then when you hand it back to me, I'm still attuned to it. Uh, I'll have to double check the rules on attunement. You may have to reattune to it if you lose possession of it. I don't remember. Okay. That's not that's not me trying to be cagey. I genuinely don't But you don't know remember. what? The other thing is too. I I think Butch should have this in general. It's it's. I know you have Pre Slayer, but this axe, even just carrying this axe, gives you additional health. You're you're going from a one d twelve to a one d ten, but if we're dealing with a creature that cannot be that is resistant well, to non magical damage, well, it would be a one d ten plus one because it is a plus one weapon. But there you go. Um, so there's that as well. So I could use that now, is what you're saying. Well, and you yes. can use it now, but you can also just have it in your backpack. And I mean, it's it's one of your attunement slots as a player, but it's an attunement slot that's giving you extra health. You can still continue to use Pre-Slayer and just have extra health because well, this we weapon is in your bag. Well, the other thing I can do is use it as a one-handed weapon. Um, not, I mean, not now, because I don't have one. But if I use a one-handed weapon, I believe I can equip a shield. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, and absolutely. even get more HP. Okay, I okay. will hand over Battle Axe of Bloodlust to you if you... This will be uh, more I beneficial. I will use Battle Axe of Bloodlust uh, for at least this fight. And I guess I'm using it as a two-handed weapon. Okay, so here's what we'll do. If you want to take the hour to attune to the weapon now, you can do that. You are wasting time in your... You are losing time in your day. I don't want to say it's a waste because that could be a lot of hit points. No, well, it could be six hit points. Or you can just carry it as is and we'll have to remember to add plus one to the attack and damage rolls so that... The easy way to do this probably is to adjust Butch's maximum hit points by yeah. six. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah, true. That's okay, attune to it to for it. now and do um, click into your hit points and do max HP modifier minus six. Current HP, max HP 71. So... Right, but so when you when you actually click HP on... Max HP modifier... Minus six. We'll do minus six. And, and that should set you back to 65, which is where you were originally. Yes. Okay, now when you hit people with the weapon, it'll calculate correctly. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Yep. So she would, at that point, Omi would say, okay, so that, that settles up for me, because she has magical attacks. For Butch and for Ari, she would turn to Falkus and say, is there anything else that we can do that would make your attacks more powerful? Ari's got that quiver. Let me see that quiver. I handed her the ring. We didn't get a chance to actually look at these yet to 
dig into it deeper to see what they are or what they do. How long do you think like this conversation with Omi would have happened? A couple minutes maximum. Minutes, okay. I mean, I can just put the quiver on my back and just see how it feels and just hope for the best and see what happens in battle. It's up to you. I mean, that's that's the best thing. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll say to Omi, I mean, I, I, I have a little bit of, of inane magic ability, innate magic ability that I can pull out for this. Unfortunately, I might be a little bit on the back lines. Just I could probably do a decent chunk of damage that even if mitigated, it's still going to be a decent, it's going to be an okay amount. Okay. Uh, in that case, had a little bit of a, a planning session. Had a bit, a bit of a discussion. A whole lot of table talk for something that Omi says, you know, if we happen to maybe run into something. Well, no, you guys, you guys were explicitly told that that's where this guy is. Oh. Yeah, she said, oh, yeah, no, he's he's in the temple and he's doing like he's helping to maintain the giant blood tornado that's over the central ziggurat in the city. Okay. That makes more sense now to me. All right, Miss Miss Ari. And I I ready my battle axe of bloodlust. I ready it. Okay. <laughs> and I say, Miss Ari or Miss Omi, will you do the honors? So I guess I'm gonna put the flame in the hole. Okay. And then step back. <laughs> we should probably be on the center platform. The center platform's still up. I think it hasn't come down yet, has it? It's ground level. It, it oh, has always been oh. ground level. Oh. We, we, we want to stand on the platform? Oh, I believe. I think it's an elevator. So if we put the last torch in, the elevator's going to go. As the last torch goes in, you feel this section of the ground kind of shift. <laughs> <laughs> And it starts to descend down into the next level of the temple. Uh, it lowers slowly. Seems like it's suspended, presumably by magic. You descend maybe 30 feet or so before the pl- platform comes to a rest in a square room of... I'll, I'll change the map here for you in a moment, but it's a picture of a square room of worked stone and floors, uh, uh, walls and floors. The middle of the room uh, where the platform lands is a few inches lower than the outside edges. And any section of it where it is a little bit lower is flooded with the same red tinted fluid, almost like too much, you know, red number five was poured into otherwise ordinary water. You look around the room, it's it's again lit by similar magical torches that you saw up top that were lighting some of the other rooms. And you see uh, a doorway, like an arched um, pathway to the south side of where you're standing. And you see that there is fluid uh, flowing into the room, like slowly, like calmly trickling into the room via this trench that's dug into the stonework, maybe two feet wide, a few inches deep, that travels through the doorway and leads... Uh, you can see that it leads into this like darkened pathway on the east side and west side from where you're standing you can see that as the water pools it rises and trickles upward toward the level where you just were like more slowly than gravity would have it fall down it's, it's like a reverse waterfall almost going up toward the platform you just came from and if I show you this, you guys are here. Okay. So square room, and we see like a, a stair stairway. There's there's plenty of light in here. Yeah. I can't remember what I had done with the glow bob. He said those are doors to our left and right, correct? Uh no. They're uh it's it's like a solid wall area. It is a section where the water is able to pool and the water is like running up. Okay, Uh, gotcha. But no, the only way forward in this room is the doorway to the south where you can see that there's like the trench where the water is coming into this room from that side. 
the trench is coming into this the water is coming into this room from the trench from here yes from okay uh, and I and I clicked on like where the stairway is so you said you said like a reverse waterfall so this is a stairway down yeah the stairway goes down and the trench normally you would expect to see the water flow down it's going it's coming upward in like a steady little stream and then it comes into this room and then it goes up from here through salt through thin air up to the level that you just were in okay so I thought I understood that wrong, but I understood that right. So the wa- like a reverse waterfall, the water is going up. It's not like in air, it's like against walls, as if it were going to be um, like a waterfall. Yeah, but going upwards. But going upwards, okay. And like more slowly than a waterfall. Waterfalls at the speed of gravity, this is going slow. And you said it's, it's like too many, too much red number five. In, in like water so yeah it's like discolored yeah um well guys I uh this isn't ominous at all I'll tell you what but uh and I still I still have um the battle axe of bloodlust like up and ready to go and and I said uh if I were to bet you a half a gold on something I'd bet you that's some 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 blood in that water now, um, if you'll excuse me, ladies, and I look Falkus in the eye, per- perhaps Job and I should uh, head up these stairs first, and I go to the bottom of the top of the stairway. Uh, he's he seems nervous, but he's got your back. Well, I'm just saying, we're the tanks. Oh wow, Job actually has bad health points. He's got 21 out of 67. So we we healed everyone with Job. <laughs> so maybe I should just just come right here in front of Job. Then <laughs> we we took a short rest. Did he have? Oh, well, after we did we did took we a t- short rest af- before we fought the tigers, didn't we? I think so. And he took some damage from the tigers. Some. Okay, is that what that was? All right, because so they the NPCs do have hit dice, or rather, he used his because his. I remember telling you that he had used six of them. Okay. Okay. But I think we fought the tigers after we did our short rest, and he took some damage from the tigers. I think Job's going to die here, and I don't like that, because I like Job. Job's a good fella. I mean, that's, that's less than a quarter hit points. But we can't take a rest. I, let me check my consumables. I can oh. heal him. I just only have two spell I've slots left. Got the potion of healing, the superior healing we can give to him. I that'll oh. that'll be it. Yeah, eight d four plus eight. I actually have one potion of greater two potions of greater healing on me. Let's let Butch use one of the keep yours, Falcus, and we'll okay. let Butch use one of the greater healing potions. I also have one of the unlimited healing ones as well yeah. too that I'm attuned to. So just know that I have a healing potion in my pocket for anyone yet in addition to one that I have just for me. Okay. What does a greater healing do? Greater healing I think should be 44 plus 4. 44 plus 4. Awesome. I'm going to roll it for Job. You have two, right? I just want to make sure before I do it that yes. we're not wasting. Okay, perfect. Oh my god, he got three nat ones. Oh! How is that possible? That's messed up, man. Well, oh. he's up to almost half, which is better. So did you only add the six? Because it should have been ten. Because what you rolled was the even 44. So it gets plus four on that. Okay, so he was at 20. He was at 21. Yeah, 21 plus 10. Okay. Okay. Oh. We tried. That's rough, buddy. That's tough, man. Come on. He drinks the potion and his, his wounds start to close. And he starts to gripe like, man, I thought trolls had better healing than this. It's all fine. It's all good. Oh, quantity minus one. Wow. That's disappointing. (laughs) Sometimes you're just going to adventure on an empty gas tank, man. It's tough. It's hard. Okay. All right. Maybe we'll have Joe be kind of in between. Like, he'll be like a cushion. Like there. We'll go like this. Okay. Well, I am up front. 
and sure. uh, Falcus. You, you can go ahead and st- stay right there, Bond. I don't know why I chose to just be crappy to Falcus this entire campaign, but <laughs> I, I appreciate that you noticed it. So thank you. <laughs> Roleplay is gonna like grow organically on its own, man. Sometimes it's just how it's this little p- pretty. Uh, what I thought was a ranger until relatively recently. <laughs> and, and, then then you're a fighter? and then wait, wait, you're a fighter. How are you? How are you? This, this skinny little fighter. I don't. Okay. And, but, but I'm always forgetting that I'm a barbarian. Uh, anyway. So. Yeah. Uh, you guys, you walk forward, you give Job the, the, the healing potion. You enter into this hallway that starts to descend as a downward facing stairway. You see that the water is flowing upward through the the trench in a very supernatural and mildly creepy way. Uh, In the distance at the bottom of the stairwell, you can see that the room opens up a bit and that the water flows uh, from like out of line of sight somewhere on the room. Uh, But from here, it's going to be hard to tell very much more than that. Well, I've got my battle axe ready and I'm going to kind of slowly move up. Okay, went about 10 feet and slowly move up a little bit and I'm looking side to side. Roll a perception check. Okay. Six. Yeah, it seems fine. Yeah, seems great. Water going wrong way. It's great. All right, guys. All right. I'm good. I don't see anything yet. The, the the water is uh coming up and see I see a bigger room and I and I just kind of see like a bigger room man this is really cool this um this thing you have so wherever you move your token it it shows like what light you have yeah um the the dynamic lighting features on this are are pretty rad yeah I'm almost in the next room. There's a puzzle in this room. Definitely. I'm almost in the next room, and I got my battle axe ready. You walk forward, shivering slightly like Luigi, checking the next room in the mansion, (laughs) not sure what you're going to find. And uh, you enter into, like, this octagonal-shaped room. Now, from the... For the audience's perspective, understand that the party is entering from the north... And from here, you can see that there are three ways out of the room other than how you came in, one to the east, west, and south. On the ground, you can see nine circular-shaped little platforms. Everything is at ground level. Like, there's not, like, varying levels to anything. They all have these same sort of narrow trench lines that, like the one that's in the stairway... And it's nine platforms. They're arranged in a three-by-three kind of a tic-tac-toe pattern. They, the trench lines that are on them do not all connect together in any meaningful way. Uh, What you do see is that the platform in the upper left, the platform in the upper right, in the middle of them, have this grate uh, where this reddish liquid is bubbling up into the area and then is flowing toward, like the way that the trenches are lined up, they're flowing toward the middle and then toward the north to go up the stairwell. The remaining platforms are sort of not lined up to move anything or set up in any way to to uh, enable any kind of progress. You see that the doorway to the west, to the east, and to the south are open. Okay. okay, this has got to be like really confusing to anyone listening to it, uh, but it's really obvious that this is like a, a, a maze of some sort. It's a smallish room. Like I'd say a medium-sized room, but it's, t- to me, to my, with, I, and I'm not a puzzly person, I'm a word puzzly person, but not, a, anyway, to me, it looks like we have to make it's- the blood flow a certain way to open a door. Yep. It's it's a water flow puzzle where each of the three by three squares, the nine squares, have a tr- uh, trough, a, a, a 
piping shape. And then depending on how we, I'm assuming, rotate these squares is how we're going to try to get the blood to flow in a specific direction through these troughs. Falkus, can you try to wiggle the um, lantern by you? Sure. I shall wiggle the lantern. You wiggles. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Wiggles, okay. I'm trying to figure out how we're going to move the, the troughs. Also, I'm curious, and I know like we're on a time crunch, so there's obviously looks like there's ones that go towards doors and stuff, but what if the ones that don't go towards doors open secret apartments that might have loot in them? So I don't want to rule out the ones that don't go towards doors just in case. However, can we figure out how to move the troughs? I'm going to turn and look at Omi. Thoughts, Omi? I've never been this far deep into this place. Your guess is as good as mine. Okay. We've all played this on our phones, man. We're, we're trying to connect. We're, we're trying to connect pipes. I know. It's so exciting. I like it. I will inspect this little one right here. This one needs to move. Like, it needs to go straight. So I'm going to look at it. Do I notice anything? It looked like you were pinging the the reddish bluish area that's actually part of the stairs that go up. Is that correct? Well, my theory is that this one right here has water flowing, right? That's uh, the, the one start. That, yeah. So you're, that's actually, so that's the beginning of the stairway area. If I'm looking at the, it's, it's hard to tell. Cause I feel like you guys' colors change every time we meet. My color is you're the green one, green. right? Yeah. So you're yes. basically pinging almost at your own feet. Almost. Cause my, I'm wondering I can't turn anything to get to the edges here or here to get water flowing, and it's obvious that water's not flowing here. Um, I was not clear. The red line that I've drawn on the trenches oh. indicates where the water is. So right here, I'll ping right there, and right there, you see those little dots that are in the center of the circle? Yes. That's the great area where the water is coming up into the, the space, and then it's flowing Okay. Up to the stairway. I didn't understand what the red was and thought maybe it was a map feature because we have those sometimes where it's not really a crate or a box. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So I understand instead, the crates now. Okay. So never mind then because I don't think at least these four right here, here, well, at least these two, we're not going to be able to connect to water in any way. Okay. I'm going to look at this grate then. Is there any way that I can turn it that I can see? Uh, go ahead and make an investigation check. Sweet. That is. Are you sure you don't want intimidation? Oh, never mind. I got a 19. Oh, We're good. 19. What's up? <laughs> we good. All right. On a 19, you take a close look at the platforms itself. You don't see any buttons. You don't see any levers. You don't see any switches. You look around the room and you're checking for, uh, you know, secrets in the sconces. You know, sometimes these trolls, they hide th things in sconces. You don't see anything like that. It starts to get a little frustrating, actually. Uh, and you're going, there's not, it's, it looks like it's supposed to be a puzzle, but there's no, there's nothing to do on it. So you kind of kick it a little in frustration and it goes just like an inch, but like all it took was you <laughs> casually like, man, this stupid thing. And pfft. we're all, we're all looking for like some of the secret <laughs> levers or something, but it literally just moves. All you got to do is like scoot it. So it would be easy just for turn me to around. 180 it. Can I just 180 it then? I'll give her a like hand just, just to it. help push it and turn this middle one here 180 degrees okay so you like either put hands on it or you press press your heel into it and start pushing and it does turn pretty easily it turns around and give me a sec to make an adjustment here and put that away okay so he, he we turned the uh round um <gasps> thing into a 180 and the blood water is flowing into where we wanted it to go. You know what, though? We have... Let's turn the left one and the right one independently. And we can turn this one here clockwise once. This one's already set up. But if we do that, this is a source. The left one's a source and the right one is a source. Both of those are great where, the, where it's flowing from. So we can open this one. And this one at the same exact time. To be clear, you're pinging the doors? Yes. The doors are open. Oh, they're open? Oh. Well, shoot. Uh, I'm okay. going to walk down these hallways. I thought they what? were gated. I'm going to cautiously sneak 
and walk down these hallways. Okay. While Falcus walks down these hallways, can I move this one to the left so it's at 12 o'clock? Like that? No, the other way. I want it so that it's facing Oh, okay. North. I understand. I'm sorry. Do I hear anything with it pouring out here or notice anything? I just want to know if these are dead ends or if they're, like I said, hiding goods. Uh, yeah, so as the water flows uh, directly north of this position into an area where there isn't anything to receive it, it just sort of it meets where the rest of the floor is and isn't able to progress. Okay. And then what happens if I turn it counterclockwise so now we're at 9 o'clock? Is it the same thing? Like that? Yeah. Same thing. Okay, so go ahead and turn it so it's at 6 o'clock. Okay. Uh, Falcus, you went into the side hallways and you've been wandering around out there. Describe to me what you've been doing. Alright, so I've been carefully walking, listening as I walked into the hallways, checking around the blind corners. Um, I see a difference in the floor here. I'm curious as to what is with that and I do see this over here it looks like a grate where this liquid's going to flow into and drain out of but I don't see anything else beyond these grates in the south um, like I said uh, to the when I went down the side hallway to my left which is facing north um, there is a two by three patch of floor that looks different and I do see that it goes all the way back out this way um, but I haven't, I don't, I didn't want to cross this floor until I knew it wasn't lava. It isn't, it's not lava. Um, it is a darker <laughs> section of the flooring for sure. Ari, as you turn the platform that you were talking about to the south and the water starts flowing toward the left-hand doorway, you do see that it, it like uh, the, the markings, the red markings that I have on the map only extend to the doorway, but understand that the water is flowing all the way past the doorway down that left-hand turn into the southern section of that hallway and into that section where there's that grating again and it's flowing down again into the uh, into the flooring there. As you walk into that area, nothing else appears to happen as far as you can see. Okay, I want to come to this grate then and do the same thing going clockwise though. So we're going to go to 12 o'clock and I want to see if I notice anything three o'clock and see if we notice anything. Okay. Um, yeah, you do the same thing. You don't see that any effect really appears to happen. Anytime where the water flows to a section where there is not a forward progress, it just stops. The trenches themselves are recessed a few inches into the flooring. So it's essentially trying to flow onto the ground level that you're standing on. And there just okay. isn't enough pressure to do that um, and it doesn't seem to want to break the laws of gravity and elevate until it's like in the trench way that goes up the stairs as far as you can tell before I move it to six o'clock I want to move this one clockwise once so that it's opening here yes okay. and then I'll move this one down to six o'clock okay you do that give me one second to uh, alter the um, tokens Okay, usually with a pipe, usually with a pipe maze, you know what you're trying to do. And I don't know what we're trying to do. <laughs> like, I don't know I have a couple what theories. the goal is here. One, so there's grates that we just got blood water to going this way. And now there's grates the other way that we're getting blood water to. I want to see if anything happens while both of those have blood water before we do the obvious of just getting blood water down here. Okay, the obvious thing being getting the blood water to the south door. I feel, to me, that's the obvious thing. I think there's a way, if I'm looking at this, that we might be able to get water to all three, but I'm still, like, mulling over in my head how that would look. I definitely think the all three makes sense. So if we were to do it all three, what happens is... Um, you would have three pipes, you know, two, one going south, one going east and south, one going west and south. So three eventually all going south. So uh, that's probably what it is. But I'm just going to let you do your exploring thing. And the obvious thing is m maybe just one thing going south. I think it's three things going south. But go, you go ahead and 
and, and play with it. When we get the blood going that way, does anything happen? Does Falcus notice anything, or is it just kind of similar to what I saw on the left side? It flows in the way that you would have expected it to flow. As it fills that section in the bottom portion of the uh, uh, of the hallway that Falcus is standing in, he sees that it pools in there and starts to drip down into the space. You don't hear or sense or see anything change in any meaningful way? I'm going to test a foot onto this weird floor, since you guys have been focusing on that and know what we haven't done this hallway yet. Okay. Um, so you approach a section where the tiling on the floor is obviously different from the rest of the worked stoneway. It's like a dark... It 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 feels... It seems thinner, almost. Um, you tap your foot on it, and you can hear an echoing below it. I can hear an echoing below it. Okay. What is jump again? It's your... Uh, your long jump distance? I think it's your strength score. I, <laughs> I can look at that for you. Negative one. No, no, no. Not your strength modifier. Oh. Uh, here, I have something for jumping. Jumping is a long jump. If you move at least 10 feet and then jump, you can move a number of feet in the jump equal to your strength score. If you're doing a standing long jump, it's only half your strength score. Mm, I can only go eight feet. I really want to go over there, but I'm afraid to... Butch, come here for a second. Where'd you go? Oh, Oh, he's uh, in the right-hand hallway. This way. Okay. Sorry, it's hard to see because uh, the the genius of this uh, line of sight light thing, it's cool. I'm going to tie a rope around my waist and hand the other end to Butch, and I'm going to take a step out. Okay. Oh, you're, you're putting my... You're laughing my hands. All right. Okay. It, no, I, I very seriously um, grab the grab the rope. Nothing seems to happen. Still nothing? No, still nothing. Still nothing? Still nothing. All right, here we are. All right, I'm on the other side. On the other side, as you continue to move forward through this northern passageway, you can see that there are small alcoves built into the left and right side of the hallway. You what? walk, you continue to walk past them. Seems okay. Nothing in them. Uh, do me a, um, do me a, no, actually, you know what? Your passive is 16, right? It most certainly is. Yeah, I want to say I looked at that earlier this week. Uh, you can see that, um, the floors of the alcoves are made of a different style of stonework than the main kind. So, like, the the floor that you just walked across, you could hear, like, your foots, your, your footsteps echoing sounded almost metallic. Um, This is definitely, these little alcoves are made of stone in the same way that the stone that you're standing on is stone. Um, It's smaller little pieces of stone. And um, you see that there are tiny little gaps uh, between like the floor and the wall. But aside from that, there isn't anything abnormal jumping out at you about it. Everything, everything, everything seems quiet. I'm going to step in the alcove. Okay. Anything? No, nothing. Okay. Um, so while they're still doing the puzzle, I'm going to continue up and around. Obviously, I would have told Butch he can drop the um, the rope. And I'll just hold it back up to my hand and pocket it for now. And I kind of liked having a leash on you. Ari, what are you doing while we're doing this? Okay, so I think I figured out a way that I can get blood flowing to all three of these. So, this left one over here... The nine o'clock, we're going to keep the same. What I want to do is this one right here. I want to turn back to nine o'clock. So it's flowing through here. I want to give this one a turn clockwise. So I have a point here, a point here, and a point here. This one, I want to turn clockwise once. So the point is here and here. And this one, I want to turn clockwise once. So there's a point here here, there. So now I feel like the blood should flow down here, down here, over here, and up here, and then also down here, if that makes sense. I think that that will do what you're asking. Yes. I don't know if it's going to do anything, but I at least have figured out how to get blood to all three things. Yeah, I I, I think... I couldn't figure figure out what the goal was at first, (laughs) Uh, but once you 
mention that, that seems pretty obvious what the goal is now. Yeah, so essentially what you've done is you've manipulated you're, you've manipulated these tiles such that the flow is able to go uh, from the upper left, it goes down one and then left one. And then from the upper right, it goes left one, down three, and that gets to the bottom doorway. But from that third one, it also goes right, then up, then left to get to the last doorway. Yeah, so you've found a section to line them up where all three directions, except for north, uh, have it have it lined up. Now that you say except for north, that makes me, yeah, I'm going to oh. move this one. I'm going to move yeah. this one up I was, north. I was just going to say, too, <laughs> what I just saw up north was some more connecting troughs. So this one needs to move counterclockwise once. So now blood is flowing everywhere. North, <laughs> southeast, and west. Falkus is going to head back up to here. And I'm assuming what's going to happen is that flow is going to come... It, it looks like it goes underneath the stairwell. And I'm assuming it's going to come out the other side up here at the top of the map. Yeah, so what Falkus has done here is um, gone into the right-hand hallway where there is, uh, there is liquid flowing into. It goes all the way up to the northern section, uh, all the way up the, the hallway to the north, farther north than where the elevator area was. And then that hallway hangs a left. There is more flowing liquid and a stairway that goes down. The liquid that is flowing here is flowing up the stairway the same way as previously. Should we go up the stairway? Uh, you, well, no, it, it would be it would be going down. Uh, the water is flowing up a down like you would have to walk down the stairway and you would be walking against the flow of water. Uh, uh, again. Again. So move the one thing I will point out to you and if that's if everybody's cool then we're great but you guys manipulated all those little floor tiles you didn't hear or see anything change uh. <laughs> so. before we go to that stairs I would like to explore this room down here real quick and see what's in it okay uh, go ahead and roll me perception Sweet, that's terrible. I got a 14, though. Okay. On a 14, you take a look around the room. You do see that there is uh, the the way that the trough enters this room. It's not written on the map, uh, but you do see that in the northern section of this little tiny T-intersection hallway you're in, the trough splits and goes left and right and goes all the way to the ends of the walls where it ends. And you see that the water is flowing to those locations. You look around on the walls. The walls themselves, at about waist height, they change from being metal from waist down and stone from waist up. And as you look, you can see that there is like a gap between where the metal and the stone meet, particularly on the right-hand side over near where Ariomi and Job are. All right, so here's a thought. Did, with the two flows of the blood out of the grates, was it significantly more flow when the two of them were combined? Uh, no significant change. But I'm thinking, if this is if this is a recessed area here, so I'm going to tell them what I saw in those um, alcoves. Those alcoves looked a little bit different, like the flooring was different, like there was kind of like a gap in the floor. And if this is what they're seeing here, is that there's a distinct difference here. What if we flow both pipings to here? Does this fill up, overflow through the gap, and something with those alcoves? I don't know. What happens if we just turn this counterclockwise once and flow water here? Oh, this um, goes the into same. The room. It would be the same thing. It's trying to flow okay. into an area where None it can't flow. Drinking. It doesn't do anything. Okay. He said there's no difference though if we do double flow of water. So I don't know if that'll work. Like I'm for it. I understand what you're going for. I just. Well, we have one one flow going into into here. What's well, it gets to this door? You says it goes through. Does it go through under the door? And so what what is it doing when it gets to this area here? Right, so from where the red mark ends on the map, it goes down through the doorway that you guys are all standing in, 
and then when it gets to like right here, it splits and goes left and right along the northern wall all the way to the outside edges, all the way out to here and here. And it's it's flowing normally. Um, there, it's going, it's going right along. All right, I'm. I want to turn this corner one to cut off flow to this door and see if that changes because right now this singular flow is split in two. Right? We got some going here, some going here. So my guess is we'd switch this one. What happens to the flow? Does this increase in this room or not? No measurable difference. I'm going to do the same to this guy up here. Let's turn this guy counterclockwise 90 degrees and add number two back into the flow. Does that make any change to this room here? So that all of them are going to one place? Yes. No, no, no measurable difference. Although now the left hallway and the right hallway are not being are not being fed the the flow of water. That really that's really the the only difference happening. I have a bucket. What happens if we scoop water up and put it in the areas that we notice? You okay? Yeah, you do that. You what? What describe to me more specifically what you mean? You said there's these little like spots that we notice and I don't know if they're indents quite or what they look like, but yeah, so, all right, picture the wall itself on the far western and far eastern side of this little T-intersection hallway. At waist height and down, it's a metal plate. Okay. And waist height and up, it's a stone, like a worked stone wall. Okay, before I do this, what happens if I push on them? Like, does anything happen? Metal plates can be pushed on. Right. You push on it, you try to manipulate it. There is some give to it because it seems to be a thin metal surface, but it does feel like there's some stuff behind it that's like reinforcing it. Can I pull it? It does make that fully sound thunder echo. <laughs> and it goes, yeah. it, it, it makes a sound and it reverberates and it echoes. So there's an empty space behind here is kind of what I feel like I'm gathering. Yo, wh- first of all, I like your bucket idea. That's that's definitely thinking like someone who is actually standing in the room looking at this and not someone who plays video games. You know what I mean? That's great. But we've been so this this puzzle would not be hard at all if we knew what we're supposed to what the what the goal is. One thing that we haven't explored is the idea of making the the liquid not flow into anywhere. I mean, it wasn't flowing into anywhere when... It was flowing north. No, because I had manipulated it. I had turned it, and so it wasn't. So did anything happen when we had it flowing nowhere? It was just flowing... Because the two were just flowing in, and I hadn't turned anything yet, so this was turned and this were turned. Sure. The difference that you saw when you had the pipes lined up that way was that the water flow going up the stairs ended. Okay. So we have options. We can cut off all water flow. We can do all water to all three. We can explore. I feel like we're missing something, and maybe I'm just thinking too much into it. No, we're missing something. Set the room back up so that water's going to all three. So I want to do that so that however I had that set up. Um, You know what I'm going to do, actually? I'm going to... You guys know how to manipulate this room. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab all the red lines and hide them. And then I'm going to just focus on, like, showing you what they are on the the thingy-mabob. I think it's fine. We can see the pipes. Perfect. Do you want to do the thing that Amanda said? Make it so they're flowing to the... Oh, it is. No. We need to move this one south, and these need to be turned, and that one needs to be turned again. So that it's going to all three directions again. We're setting up for all three. Got it. Yes. Perfect. So yeah, I'm going to take a bucket, my bucket, and I'm going to just throw it at the wall. Like, does anything happen if the wall gets wet? Okay. You get a whole bunch of it. You toss it. It splashes against the wall. And you see it's running down the side of the wall the way water would normally run. And you can see that anything that was on the stonework above is like dripping down behind the metal plating. Not everything, but like it's dripping down it. It's dripping in front of it. It's dripping down behind it the way that water would run on a section of wall where there was a gap in the wall. So there's something behind here. We just have to figure out how to. Uh, okay. 
Weird thought here. Do you here. have any more of those Stupid explosives? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So what What if, okay, what if we're looking at this, well, because like my, I'm thinking here is like, what if we redirect it outwards and what it actually does is fill back into here and then goes up? Well, he said that when we did that, because we asked that, we didn't notice anything different. Like it wasn't like the flow was. Yeah. So like essentially you're saying. If liquid is going into an area, it's it's binary. It either is or is not entering that area. Like I'm, I'm not measuring the quantity. Casey's either like giggling to himself or like frustrated as heck because it's probably something very easy that we just. <laughs> we... Can I pull the metal? Like, is there enough crack that I can get? Like, I have a dagger behind it or something. Sure, roll try and pull a strength the metal? check. <laughs> okay, I should have had Butch do this. I got a seven. It it doesn't move, but there is some give to the material. So, I mean, we can go down the stairs. I feel like we're missing something here, but we can just go down the stairs. Do Ami and Job have any, anything to add? Like, do they know anything about this? Do they have ideas of... Let me take a look and see. Uh, Ami rolled a six. She has no idea. On an intelligence check. So, all right, let's go downstairs. What is what is Joe, bro? I'm curious if Joe knows anything, and then, yeah, we can go down the stairs. I just want to see if Joe... Yeah, let's see if, like, the warrior pulls out the the high... In, the, the warrior with the negative one Come on his intelligence on. Uh, score. Let's see if he rolls high. Huh. So he Darn. rolled a... Natural zero. zero. Yeah. So he has no clue. He's surprised that you guys were moving the floor around. What is this little altar right here? And then I'm following focus. Then I'm done with this room. Uh, it's a map element. Yeah. Okay. It's nothing. I feel like we're missing something. But in the interest of time, let's go up to focus and go down the stairs that we float everything to. That's a good idea. Maybe we can see something that uh, needs flowed or something. Like, I don't know. Okay. So you guys originally had gone up the right-hand hallway. This is your first time fully going down the left-hand hallway. You pass over a metal floor similar to the one that <gasps> Falkus had walked across. It just, you walk across it. Nothing really surprising happens. Does it move? No. Not really. I mean, you like okay. if you all jumping on it and banging on it and all that, like it's got, it, it's a relatively thin, as far as you can tell, section of metal, and it sounds like it echoes beneath it, but aside from that, no. Okay. Yeah. I want to do something. Job stays there. Omi's going to come and she's going to stand up here. And then I'm going to go back to the room. Did anything happen? Oh, uh, you're looking for like pressure plate activity? Yeah. Nothing. Dang it. Okay, I'm done. Let's go to the stairs. I'm not going to play around anymore. Okay. You continue. That was a good idea. I mean. It super was. You continue onward and you see that there are some tiles in this in this section of the hallway that are slightly different from the others. But <gasps> as you walk across them, nothing happens. In this they upper section of hallway, you can see that there are thin little gaps in the walls on the left and right. You pass one on the left, then you pass one on the right, then you pass one on the left again. And as you walk past them, nothing happens. I want to make it clear that there's no pipe with blood here. Like, there was going south. I wonder if by getting the water flowing through the grates, we negated some traps. It's entirely possible because by the time I came through here, you would already you already had it set flowing. Is that a hypothesis you want to explore? <laughs> no. Let's go down the stairs, and we have to come out this way. I'm assuming, and if we want to play, then we can play. Then we sp watch this entire time. We spend this entire time like trying to think how do we unlock something, and little do we know, we actually just negated a bunch of traps. <laughs> okay. Uh, Butch, I'm going to move you just so that I can grab everybody at once because the okay. next section of the map is actually on this same. This is a very interesting map that I found because essentially what it is, uh, you can like purchase maps on Roll20 that come pre-built with a bunch of elements on them and stuff. The section to the left is actually an overview of a temple that I'm not super interested in using. The element on the right is pretty interesting. So I'm just going to grab you guys. No, I'm not going to copy you. I'm just going to grab you. Okay. You follow a stairway downwards. And again, you see the water flowing upwards, just like before. And the path enters into a large, dimly lit chamber 
where you can hear the sound of flowing water from several small trenches that carry water from the southern section, along the ground, to the stairway in the north where you entered from. In the middle of the northern half of the room, there's like this large 10 by 10 foot like square pillar that's load-bearing and blocks line of sight from that in that section of the room. In the southern end of the room, you see this really large pool, probably like 60 foot, roughly, square. Now, running along the middle of the pool from north to south is this pathway that's about 10 feet wide. The surface of the pathway is submerged just a couple inches under the water surface. At the far end of the pathway, there's this there's another platform where there's this really large panther of a uh, uh, statue of a panther standing tall and proud. You gather that this might have been um, the deepest and maybe most holy site of worship for the panther loa Bethek. Or it, it was that until it was profaned by all this, you know, Hakari business. You see that there are symbols that have been painted on the statue and on the ground that it stands on in this glowing blood red material that pulses slightly like in like a heartbeat kind of a pattern. You also see two figures in the dim light. Now, the first, the closest one to you is this muscular looking troll female alive from as best you guys can tell. She's breathing, but she has this pale gray, like almost ashen skin tone and her hands and forearms look like they're coated in dried blood, almost like she had been elbow deep in somebody recently. Ooh. Yeah. She's dressed in like not full plate, but like half plate. She's armored a little bit better than Butch is, but not by much, just a little bit. And she's standing. She almost seems like she's standing sentinel. She's got this large, awesome looking blood red bladed two handed great sword in front of her that she's holding like with both hands. The hilt is like in front of her chest and the point is like touching the floor type of deal. Hmm. And then behind her on the far end of the room, cloaked in a black cape that's very similar to Omi's actually, you see a obviously undead troll who is kneeling at the water's edge on the platform with the large panther statue. I'm going to show you guys the room by moving you over to here. And the blind spot in the middle of the room is that large pillar that I was talking about. The characters who you can who you make out in the room are actually from where you're standing you can't see them but they're just on the other side of like the line of sight is being blocked by the pillar uh, I'm glad none of us uh, try to be stealthy so we didn't so the pipe puzzles with the blood didn't open a wall didn't make stuff shoot out at us didn't um, reveal an opportunity all it did was kept us safe or so we're assuming. That's a guess. That's one guess. That's a guess. So, um, we believe that we've kind of done it. So there's a pillar, a big giant pillar. I can't see the uh, the people at all, but that's fine. I, I I believe they're probably behind the pillar in my line of sight. Okay, so we found our guy. Okay, I mean, he... He's got the same cloak on. We know there's, they all, there was like four or five of them. I don't know, but Omi stayed good and the rest of them went bad. But this is a bat troll and there's a panther, which. Yeah, they took over. You know that they took after you, they took over the, the panther temple. The panther temple that lines up with this raid. And um, then there's a bloodied, gray-skinned... Is this a blood troll? It, uh, that just occurred to me, because that was in World of Warcraft, and that's kind of how these people looked. Now, we're in the same room with them. Uh, they they mm-hmm. are looking the other way. No, the, I don't... The, the one that you described as a blood troll is not looking the other way. And in fact, you did make mention that you did not approach stealthily she would look up as you walk in and hear your approach and on the other side of the pillar that you guys are uh, the line of sight is blocking you hear the words master you got visitors 
carefully manipulating what appeared to be a puzzle or a mechanism of some kind to no discernible result. Our heroes descend into the lowest level of the temple and meet their opposition, a dangerous looking blood troll defending a vampire. What did the blood pipe mechanism actually control? Did they truly disable a series of traps? Will Butch leave this place with a shiny new greatsword? We'll have to wait until next week to find out when we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroicdnd, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.